0: Yeah, so, um, these, uh, no, like, formal way, I'd want to, like, introduce a podcast.
1: Okay.
0: Usually, uh, people that come to the podcast mm-hmm. have so much to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Some
0: have, Some. like, a big
1: interest in, like, they
0: have, uh, probably, like, an agenda or they feel like, uh, people need to listen to whatever. They have to say. They have to say. Okay. Then they, they they hit me up. Then some others are just my friends. Yeah. Then others are really people I'm interested in listening to because I, I do host with Kenneth. i have so like, been
1: told about Kenneth,
0: though I haven't met him. Wait, who told you about Kenneth? Ah, um, yeah, cool. Moses. Moses, yes.
1: Man. Yeah.
0: Uh, so there are those then I put together with Kenneth that I, I want to listen to, mm-hmm. yeah, because I produce like, the whole show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then... <laughs> and happens like that. Then to you, it was much more of that being the influencer. Mm. Then I come to Eclipse and I see you filled up above <laughs> when you don't even live here. Yeah. How do you do that? How much? How do you have so much power over these people? Are they just your friends? Hi. Did you? <laughs> invite them on like a personal basis, like hey, come through.
1: Some of them I did, but I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of people there that I didn't know. Yeah, um, but the thing is, I have been like a content creator for a few years now, so like I have a YouTube channel, um, and also on Instagram, my yeah. following, which I've been able to build starting from about 2017 when I first went to Uganda UK, that's when people started to be interested in me, um, and then when I came back like during that time for my campaign my charity campaign i was hosted on a lot of like um, tv stations here so like ntv and radio stations as well and i guess that's how people here got to know about me so then i would say today most of the people that follow my stuff are actually people based in uganda
0: for real yeah ah, that's, yeah that's Funnily
1: enough even though i don't live here so when i came i just knew that i have to at least do something for my people here, because like I can't just come and just dis- disappear, would have felt really bad. Um, So that's what kind of prompted me to do that event on Friday uh. um, with the Ganda Vibes crew. Shout out Ganda Vibes, they pretty pretty much put everything together. I just had to sure. push and show up, basically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you uh, do you hope to monetize something like that? Like, of course. To like through branding and stuff.
1: Of course. Even that was monetized.
0: I, no, in, in, in all ways, like, you got paid to host.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Like,
0: doing something, like, about you where, because um, there's so much influence. I look at it, like, that's the fastest way you can get rich now without, like, doing.
1: Mm. You mean, like, monetizing a platform? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, that is the goal. I feel like having a platform does actually put you in a place where you can actually make money from it so that is definitely part of the plan still figuring out ways in which i want to do that um i have thought about like starting a fashion brand and things like that and uh, yeah i have actually put like are you
0: like a fashion influencer exactly that that is what brings (laughs) the question yes are you like because your ig um as i was looking through your ig there's a lot of fashion there's a lot of You take a lot of pictures. Yes. You spend a lot of time taking pictures. Taking pictures, I do. Do
1: you know what? I feel like I've sort of moved through phases. So when I first started sort of influencing, I was mainly like a lifestyle kind of influencer, like bringing people into my life, like the kind of things I do, people are interested in that. But then um, I found that I actually really enjoy like modeling and taking pictures. So then I signed with an agency, like a fashion agency. So now I use my Instagram. I like to promote fashion brands. So you could call me a fashion influencer for now, but I feel like it's something I'm just going to do for some time, then move on to something else.
0: So you're not looking brand. at it, like, for a lifetime to,
1: oh, to I, be like... No, because it's even something I just do on the side. Do you get it? Because, yeah, in the UK, I'm a medical student, starting so to be a doctor. So um, my, I guess my interests alongside my career will change. Right now, I'm really interested in fashion, um, and we'll see what the time goes on.
0: And and the medical school?
1: Medical school, yes, that's happening. Um, so I recently. But you're not interested in it. No, of course I am. I am. <laughs> it's like my main thing. It is.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: my main interest, and like the things I do on the side, I'm like, I won't call it a hobbies, but like side kind of hustles, like to make money on the side. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How deep are you into the medical thing? Like, uh, do you see yourself coming out to like? coming back to UG and uh, mm. changing a few things with our health system
1: yeah I mean I don't really post about it a lot but it's the main <coughs> part of my life I would say um like going to school being in the hospital so the reason why I did actually go into medicine was that so that I could come back to Uganda and have an impact on the healthcare system here so it's my whole motivation behind like
0: why so what's what's what do you think is wrong with uh,
1: everything is wrong (laughs) yeah but it's like
0: collectively big you
1: yeah i feel you i think the main things that are wrong is first of all patient access to healthcare is like terrible yeah there are hospitals quality of care like how well resourced are the hospitals not very well resourced based on the money that the government gets i don't know how much of that money reaches the hospitals doctors are not being paid there's no facilities yeah. simple things like oxygen in the hospitals people are dying because it's not there why is there no oxygen in the hospital so it's like basic basic things that are missing and then I feel like even when it comes to people receiving care that you have to pay for in the UK we get free health care so when I come here and I see people who don't even have the money to have to pay for like a human right which is health care it doesn't sit well with me. So there's a lot of things which I see. Needed.
0: Do you have like uh, proposed suggestions of how you can bring about this change?
1: Um, you, like,
0: like have you put together something you're like working on and this could be this, that platform to like expand it and apply yeah.
1: So I'm still very early on in yeah. my career, I would say. You were um, just starting the school, yeah? Exactly. No, no, no. I'm just finishing school and starting practice, so starting to work. Yeah. Um, so while I'm building myself in the UK, which is going to be for a few years, these are the kind of things I'm going to be thinking about, um, how exactly I'm actually going to come back and infiltrate the system where we're going to start from. Um, I definitely see myself sort of building... Um, like clinics and hospitals, but then there's also a way that I want to get into the system that already exists. Um, Politically, um, things are still a bit, I don't know, in Uganda, like, I don't think I'd want to get into politics at this time. Um, Do you
0: want to get into politics in the country at uh, some time?
1: I wouldn't say like as an MP, but into like the Ministry of Health so that I can impact things from that direction. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about that. But that's a long-term goal. I'm still, you know, still building myself. So, mm. yeah, we'll see how that goes.
0: <laughs> how do you relate to uh, being a fashion influencer? Mm. How do you emotionally connect to um, negative comments on on your platforms?
1: Um, do you know so I don't... Yeah,
0: as, as looking through your engagement, yeah. you get a lot of it there's a lot of love but do you ever like get negative
1: it's rare that's the thing it is really rare to get negative comments even when i do get them because of how rare they are when i see it i'm like yeah (laughs) i don't know it doesn't really affect me i I just either delete it because i don't like to dwell on negativity or i definitely won't be replying i'll just see it and leave it move on yeah yeah
0: (laughs) how do you connect your life in Kampala and the UK, like, how, how do you balance that? Do you have the same friends who fly out with you? Mm. Do you... Is your family, like, still the same thing where it's easier, you, you don't miss them? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have two split lives?
1: <laughs> That's funny. To be honest, um, it's been about three years <laughs> since I've come back to Uganda.
0: This is, like, you've taken three years without coming back?
1: Yeah, yeah. it was last year in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say that I live a split life, but. Um,
0: Did you grow up here?
1: No, I've never grown up here. I was born in the UK. Okay, okay. Yeah, just that um, growing up at home, so like my parents live in the UK and my siblings and everything. So, growing up there, my parents were very strict about instilling culture in me. So, um, people get surprised that I speak fluent Uganda as well. Do you? I do. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know yes <laughs> the one where you're sharing yeah so i speak fluent uganda because of um how strict my parents were with instilling the culture
0: how is it is it because you see the, the other reason we don't like um get to like, you see Swahili, I mm. I have only learned a few bits of it because now I have Kando working with me and he's always speaking Swahili few if Kanda. you of my other friends. But still, because it's not like Uganda because that's what I grew up listening to. Then we mm. went to school and most people are Uganda. Mm. Then the English comes in because we're always told to speak the English. Mm. It wasn't like the Swahili. Mm. How easy is it for you to learn Luganda in the UK?
1: Hard. It is hard. And that's why most people there, like most people born there, don't get the opportunity to learn it because of course not everyone around you is going to be speaking it. The only place you can really learn it is from home with your parents. So if your parents are not really encouraging about that or let's say they don't have time for you to really teach you the language, then you don't learn. So, but one thing I found that it definitely lies with the parents because like I have friends who they can speak Luganda in the UK but it's very broken and then when when I see when they speak around their parents like their parents kind of laugh at them instead of encouraging and correcting so I feel like that's where it comes from it all starts from home and family parents aunties uncles just yeah making sure that you have people to practice with who are going to encourage you to learn
0: but then also the love for it like how did you now like get to it, like, I need to add to this language yeah. to my language. Like, why? where did you see that need for it since...
1: Um, I'm not going to lie, in the beginning it was by force. I didn't really have a love for it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was my parents that really pushed. But then eventually I did start to see the benefit in it. Like, um, when I would come back to Uganda and I was actually able to communicate with people, I found that it made life quite easy. So I was grateful that I had that, you know, skill. I was able to speak the language um, and then from that, I guess I started to fall in love with my culture. Um, so like getting into Ugandan music, I would find that I was listening to that like more than I was even listening to English music and also watching Ugandan movies, you know, yoga, oh, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you
0: started consuming a lot of Ugandan content. I would say that, yeah. In terms of culture,
1: mm.
0: how how do you think you've, Balanced now, the you're Muganda, right? Because both your parents are Baganda, yes. So, how have you balanced that? I'm also Muganda. How have you balanced the culture, too? Like, how did you just adopt to it? Like, you know what? I'm not this UK person um, with different standards because
1: it's
0: it's a bit too different, yeah? Different worlds. I
1: feel you. And Um. what did
0: you, how did you believe in? Okay, now I also need, do you actually have like a preference? Would you rather be a complete Muganda girl Mm. or like? Is, is this working for you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, like you said, it's a balance, really. Yeah. So I would say, like, being from the UK, but also being in Uganda, they're both part of my identity. <laughs> and the part of my identity which I tap into just depends on the environment. So, for example, like, if I'm at work in the UK, I cannot then start, you know, speaking Uganda to everyone around me. I have to tap into that UK identity with me, like, within me. But then when I'm here with my people hmm. of course um that's when i will tap into tap into the muganda part of my identity does that make sense
0: yeah so it's just a
1: balance just based on like who i'm around where i am um yeah <laughs> does that
0: make sense yeah yeah do you understand life here like on um on a ugandan type of perspective do you do you feel like you're in that position where you'd feel you're ugandan enough to you're ugandan enough
1: he said ugandan enough i'm ugandan like full stop i don't even know what ugandan enough means exactly
0: now that means this this is this is how i want to bring that up right in 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 your perspective to things you see how um the different lives, yeah? yeah. Um, how my friends who are in the UK, how my I have I have family in the UK, so how <coughs> some of that family relates when they come here is totally different, yeah, mm-hmm. to how they want to interact with people. Some of them perceive that because they're in the UK, they probably have much more money than the people here. There's that, um,
1: mm-hmm. who's uh, who perceives that?
0: Some some people have just told you I have family and some of those family members think like that. Like you, right. you cannot really try to have a conversation with them before okay. they think um you you need support or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the bones are broken like that. Mm-hmm. And you you can't relate because you're in different worlds and how <coughs> do you do you get what I'm trying to say? Like I do. Yeah. I
1: do get
0: it. Does that connect do you how do you I'm so lost in this question. It's, it's okay. So weird. Take
1: your time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So, like, what I'm hearing you're saying is that
1: there's a disconnect between yeah. like
0: lifestyles. These yeah. are both lifestyles, and now to relate, like, how easy is it? But then you are not born here, so I cannot say. Like, do you still have friends from the like past mm-hmm. that you can just still relate to as just friends without um without it being like ah oh, nah, now nah. she went to the UK and she's just a person mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, not really. I will say maybe my long time friends from here, or mainly family, like yeah. my cousins who are around my age. Um, but maybe that, like what you said about people in the UK thinking, like people here need support. All the yeah. Time comes. Do you ever think like that? Mm, not really until like somebody has actually reached out to me and said that that's actually what they want it's not really the first thing i'm going yeah. to assume yeah. like when i'm talking to someone because i would say like most of the friendships and connections i have here are just genuine friendships like we talk about yeah things we talk about life just catch up how are you doing um and it's not really that kind of a send me money kind of conversation you know uh, but maybe people that think like that do have family members who are actually doing that to them yeah, so it's, it's them part of their experience yeah but to be fair I have experienced that as well yeah. like um, even when I go to visit some family they're like oh um, can you buy me a laptop can you send me a smartphone a smartwatch? like <laughs> all this kind of stuff um, so it is things that do happen I guess you can't really blame people for making the assumption um, but at the same time it's I think I'm aware that it's not what everybody okay
0: now you see. being miss uh uganda uk yeah you're having r- really good instagram that has you also pull a lot of influence do you ever feel like you're too cool to be like the average <laughs> Ugandan babe what does that
1: even mean <laughs> 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 too cool
0: too cool is an overstretch like do you ever feel like um this is how easy is it for you to interact with
1: for people
0: yeah with people in general,
1: easy I would say. To be honest, I like all these titles. Sometimes, like I feel like I'm just me.
0: Yeah. Do
1: you Do you get it? And like, even when I go out and people are like, oh, Miss Uganda, this that, like, it's almost like I'm hearing it for the first time. I don't know how to describe it. It's not something that, like, yes, I identify with with it, but it's not something that I put myself on a pedestal for. Do you get it? Yeah. So
0: how do you feel when someone reaches out to you like they're just being a fan for the first time and they're mm-hmm. like ah, I love you I miss Uganda do you yeah. feel like you're tired of that you've you've had that enough
1: No <laughs> Um no I feel humbled every time like even the fact that somebody even knows who I am when people tell me oh my gosh I watch your videos I love your videos I'm like wow like I'm grateful that people even take the time You know, to check out what I do, to even know who I am. Um, So I don't think it's something I could get tired of, because ultimately I am also trying to build a platform and reach out to more people. So the more people that I can see actually, you know, are interested in what I do, um, it's a good feeling that I guess what I'm doing is successful. I'm doing something. Mm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) How does being what does being Miss Uganda mean?
1: What to you, mean? yeah, what does Ooh, it mean that's to you? A deep question <laughs> to me. Um, to be honest, uh, so Miss Uganda UK in general, I would say so their slogan is more than just a beauty pageant. Yes, you can have the looks, but what they mainly look for is substance. Yeah, so it's like, what do you stand for? What are you trying to get people, you know, to know about
0: as a content creator? Do you like Put in, do you budget? Like, how easy is it for you to like sign a brand, and what do you give them?
1: Mm. Um, so like, like deliverables.
0: I'm- like, how is it for you? Like, like, like in fashion, and this is just for um, when uh, when I was when I talked to Melissa about having you on the podcast. Mm. Then I was talking to two other friends of mine. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "How is she doing it in the fashion world?" That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. So, I do not like, like, you you don't have, like, a whole blueprint of how it works, but Mm. at least you can tell me how, how you've been doing it for you, like, negotiating brands and stuff like that.
1: So, I would say something that I had been trying to get into for a while, just because I do have, like, a passion for fashion. Yeah. (laughs) That rhymes. But, um, it's kind of hard if you're doing it by yourself, like having to reach out to companies and like sell yourself basically like this is who i am this is what i do this is my following i would love to like collaborate with you to promote your clothes or promote your products whatever you do um so that's kind of how i started out making like some basic collaborations but then a lot of the time when you're doing it for yourself like you don't get as much response from the companies. So that's when I made the decision a few months ago to sign to like an agency. So like they manage me and manage all those deals. So like they do the legwork basically, like reach out to the companies and present my profile.
0: So is that agency looking out for brands worldwide or are you like, do you have like a target? You said most of your audience now is Ugandan. Yeah. Are they selling their fashion to Ugandans?
1: Um, I would say they're selling their fashion um all their products internationally yeah. so like if you do go onto their websites they do do like international shipping so you could go on and order from wherever you are basically okay um but yeah that my management basically helped me to make those deals and then like connects me with the brands who will then send me their clothes and then i promote for them and yeah that's yeah. how i'm doing it at the moment
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, before I jumped into that whole content thing when Moses was leaving, yes. I was still trying to understand. Yeah. Um, being Miss Uganda the platform, Miss Uganda UK. Like, what do you look at it like? Like, how do you want to expand it? Is just is it just you the face? That you know what? Yeah, we love to look at you. And um, I, do, I don't know what they do, but mm. the friends of mine who are like Miss something, Miss Tourism here, mm. like I, I'm friends to Miss Tourism. I think Karamoja oh, so awesome. yeah. Yeah. She will throw out flyers when they need support. Mm. <clears throat> but I don't mm. see how, like, you'd measure the impact of the platform,
1: yeah? Mm. Like, why
0: people, yeah. Besides, of course, the fashion sense, girls coming to be inspired by how you're living your lifestyle.
1: Um, so when you say the platform, do you mean, like, my platform or the platform? Miss Uganda. Miss Uganda in general. Yeah. Mm.
0: Like, how do you Constant. see, like, um, when you... I don't know how you contested, like, for you, what was it for you, like, like, what was in for you, like, what did you try, what did you want to try to achieve, yeah, mm-hmm. with, with the platform, from it. I want to be Miss Uganda because...
1: Yeah, so, I feel like when you're going for pageants, well, at least Miss Uganda UK, I can't speak for any other pageant, because they all operate a bit differently, so, like, some pageants will offer, like, a cash prize, uh-huh. like, you know, some enticing things, like, if you win. Um, But Miss Uganda UK doesn't really offer that. Um, What they're looking for is someone who can stand for a cause, as I mentioned before. So it's like when you're going for it, it's more like what can I give to the community as opposed to what am I going to get from it? So for me, it was like, okay which charitable causes really speak to me and what do I want to push, what do I want to raise awareness about, raise money for and see what change we can make in society. So that was like my main motivation going forward. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, and that's that's dope. Do you do you feel like there's things you need to, to use the platform for? Like other things like you could add into like uh, maybe your... You, you keep talking about charity. Mm. Uh, what, is, what does a charity mean to you? Like, Is it just giving back to people who need something? Or is it like, end goal, I want to build a reputation like this to eventually and mm. start making money out of it?
1: Ah, oh, making money off of charity. Yeah, people make <laughs> money out of charity. I have a charity, have a
0: charity organization, but I know that yeah. I have to make money out of it for it to survive.
1: But not money for yourself, right? Money to sustain it, right? Or <coughs>
0: Capitalism is interesting. You have to, you have to be in a position where um, you're comfortable enough to help people. Mm. So you have to make money for yourself for you to get to that level. Yeah. Whatever. You, I, I don't believe you can skip it. Like,
1: but I feel like this is why people are skeptical about charities because it's like, okay, I'm giving to this charity, but how much of it is actually going to the cause? I think it's going to, or how much? Of it would you rather
0: of I don't doing? start the charity and give them some bit of it?
1: Mm. For no. you, it's entirely giving.
0: You like giving back to the people. Yeah. This is why you became a medical student. You like people.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You want to save the world?
1: <laughs> that is very bold. I don't think I can save the whole world, but... The you want to do your part? Yeah.
0: What do you think is your purpose?
1: Good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, my purpose in life... Um, I do feel like having an impact on the Ugandan healthcare system is a big part of it. Um,
0: but you don't live in Uganda, man. It, it's, yeah, right it's now different. I don't. Yeah. Do you, are you going to come and settle in here?
1: Of course I have to, eventually. But you
0: didn't grow up here, so how easy will that be for you mentally?
1: I didn't grow up here, but I do have a good idea of kind of what life is like. I've been coming back very often. I've been to Uganda like... I can't even count how many times many 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 times like even here like this trip I yeah. spent like a whole month here so basically been living here so I've got a good insight as to what life is like I can't say completely no like the ins and outs but that's the point of like knowing people so yeah. I speak to people you know find out what their challenges are in life um, what life really is like here and which um, people
0: are you talking to about life here
1: every day before look
0: at your friends are super high celebrities <laughs> very far from the reality
1: we are living (laughs) I do speak to them yes but I do also find time to connect with everyday people like my family members and people that I find in different places Um, and yeah they do give a good insight and I would say that okay even though I don't live here I do feel like there is something from the UK like from having that exposure things that I can bring from that side to improve what's going on here do you get it
0: do you have an idea of how you would give us like a free health care system like how you can we can achieve that
1: yeah so i think first of all it comes from like transparency with money handled by the government because that's where the money starts from right yeah. like in terms of how it's distributed across the country in different sectors agriculture healthcare etc education um so I think it has to come from that high level, first of all. Just knowing that this money that's going to healthcare is going to be allocated properly. So the way it works in the UK is from, like, taxes. So a percentage of taxes are specifically for the healthcare system. And it's actually, you know, put in the right places Mm. for it to be delivered. Um, But, yeah, I, I think I would... I've actually done some research into like how healthcare systems work in different countries, like globally across Europe. Um, so just using those structures, I guess, and carrying them over here, trying to implement them, I think definitely could be. Well,
0: you know, speak like a politician forward. when you ever start <laughs> a campaign. Please <laughs> yeah. call me to brand manage the campaign. I speak like a politician. That's yeah,
1: them. the politicians
0: but, are yeah. very. And you really said you want to join politics at some point, but at a level that helps, yeah? You still yeah. need to access the power to like help people.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to be the president. I don't want to be...
0: If you had I the chance know. to be the president, you wouldn't be the president.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't want to say too many political things. I know that <laughs> <laughs> politics in this country is really... Do you have me.
0: Ugandan citizenship?
1: Um, I don't at the moment, but I'm working on it.
0: Ah you know in Ugandan
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can be president do you but you're working on getting the citizenship here yeah. Yeah? okay okay how is life um in the u k how d- yeah how do you pose life in the u k tell me about life in the u you k know. uh, do you experience um the friends of mine that are that have flown out of course will keep telling the same things of course racism, uh, as the elevator I did this but you've grown up there mm. so how is it just doesn't have to be about the bad things, yeah. I just all of that is normal, that's you. part yeah. of life, really. Exactly. Like,
1: anywhere you go. Exactly. Um, <coughs> when people ask me how life in the UK is, I feel like they expect, like, some exciting answer. But I always say, life in the UK is boring. Like, there's not much to it, really. Like,
0: It's not as fun like, as life here.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> oh, is it just... As- <laughs>
0: Because the people here then want to leave, yeah? You know, that's what I don't understand.
1: That's what I don't Um. understand either. I mean, it makes sense in a way, because the way the system is set up here, it's really hard for people to even get work, first of all, or to make something of themselves. Um, It's just so many obstacles and hurdles. Yeah. And it makes sense that you would think that there is a brighter future outside. But those brighter horizons are not as bright always as you might think. Um... But yeah, I would say that life in the UK, wait, should I go back to that question? (laughs) (laughs) I would say that life in the UK, the reason I say it's boring is that um, it's just based around working, 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 working hard, making money. And the social life? Social life is... (laughs) Do you think
0: if you're staying in Uganda here, you'd handle the social life here? Cause I think I feel like it's too much. There's something like
1: even just the period of time I've been here, I'm finding it hard to keep up. Exactly. Every single day there is something going on, Um, and I have found that I've like missed a lot of what's going on just because the pace is too quick. Like (laughs) um, it's a lot, but I guess it's something I would be able to adapt to if I was like to move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then um. Okay. But now you. You already find it boring. I think that's why you're a medical student. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Do that side. <laughs> What's the difference between the Jan on Instagram mm. and 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 the one seated here?
1: What's the difference? I'm the same person. <laughs> there is no difference.
0: That's all your life, yeah. Yeah. That's how you connect on social media. It's not about. Yeah,
1: I guess it's not about just... creating
0: facets and.
1: No, I just guess you would say that the things that I put on social media is not, like, my whole life. So, as I said, that at the moment I'm using my Instagram as, like, fashion influencing kind of thing. So, that's the main things you're going to get on my Instagram. You're not going to get, like, everything about my life. So, like, when it comes to my day-to-day... Maybe some things I'll put on my story, but, like, work, like, family, um... Like all the like, I'll say the nitty gritty things. Um, I wouldn't really post on my Instagram, but maybe on stories and Snapchat. I feel like I'm making this a bit too complicated, but yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's still following up. Um, yeah. <clears throat> being, what does family mean to you? Because now you, do you have family that permanently stays here?
1: Of course, lots of family. Mainly because my parents live in the UK, but uh, mainly so, like, my grandparents are here, cousins, aunties, uncles, that kind of family.
0: What um, is it about being Ugandan that you love? Is it the fact that you're just Ugandan by blood?
1: <laughs> um, or, yeah, like. The culture in general. I feel like it's a rich culture and um, there's so much to it. Our I culture? I the, the Buganda it. culture? Mm.
0: You want to be the normal Buganda woman. Come for your man, Neil give me my food on Sunday, peel my food and all that (laughs) stuff. (laughs) No, you can't do that. But people we have evolved, evolved. I feel like that's also, we we just want to stick to that because it sounds cool. It doesn't
1: sound cool, it's tradition. It's like, it's who we are. Do you get it? I mean, I get it like, times have changed, people have evolved. But I do feel like, personally, I'm a big, like I'm big on tradition and I feel like, I, I in my life would like to follow. follow
0: I've not seen tradition. you in a gomessi on on your Instagram. Oh,
1: you haven't looked enough. It's there. It's there if you scroll. It's there.
0: <laughs> How often do you ever put on a gomessi?
1: Uh, mainly for occasions, really.
0: In the UK or hmm. even here, and UK. you feel like you are an accomplished Muganda woman, like.
1: What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, what do you what do you understand about being a Muganda woman, like in, in terms of culture, to you, what does that mean mm. to you?
1: Yeah. A Muganda woman. Mm. Um.
0: Do you um, the level of interpreting Luganda, you know, yeah, is just greeting, getting by, getting food. Do you know the cultures? Do you know um things they they <coughs> they consider. Y- you know when you're going to get married, yeah. Mm. So as the woman, they put you in like a Training session,
1: a mm, singer yes. session, yes, 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 yes those yes. things.
0: Do you like those things? Would you abide by them? There, there's so much, uh, the foods, how you the chicken you're supposed to put, the gizzard for, mm. for like the husband.
1: Mm. No, that's all deep stuff. Cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: deep stuff, but that's the culture you are admiring, and yeah, yeah, you can't skip I it. mean.
1: I wouldn't say that I know everything, like, you like, those deep deep stuff, but it's things that I would be willing to... To learn? Yeah, learn, like, listen to, and execute. To taught, learn, and to do as well. I mean, as long as, I mean, I know a lot of it comes under, like, being a Uganda woman, being, a, like, a wife, and all those things you're supposed to do as a wife as well, which, yeah, which, like, your sengas teach you, which I would be willing to follow as well, mm. um, as long as, if that's what my husband wants, then I'll do it.
0: <laughs> you um, what was it before the question actually runs out of my head <laughs> interesting you were speaking Spanish with with Kando when we um, were yeah. setting this up yes, yes, you yes. also learnt Luganda yes. how easy is it for you to like learn a language how many languages can you speak
1: Um, I would say I speak uh, okay I speak English and Luganda yeah French, I would say I speak, like, 50%. <laughs> like but you can get by, you can get yeah, food yeah.
0: and, yeah.
1: I can, yeah. And then, because um, I did it for A-level, actually, I did French. And then also German, I did it for my O-levels. I can hold a very basic conversation in German. And M- Melissa, you know Melissa? Yeah. Obviously, because she's German and she yeah. speaks fluently. So she always gets surprised by what I can say. So I would say I'm more inclined to like languages. I do enjoy um like learning them and communicating in different languages um which i think not a lot of people i mean not not a lot of people not everyone enjoys it's not everyone's cup of tea but for me i do feel like it's cool to be able to communicate in different languages
0: do you feel like people know this version of you or they just think you're a pretty girl on instagram
1: I think it depends, yeah. cause I do kind of talk about myself a lot more on my YouTube channel. So anyone who, who like, gives
0: would, it that attention, then they'll yeah. get
1: that. Okay. So I, anyone who watches my YouTube videos, I would say it would know this side of me. But if you don't, then you probably wouldn't. Yeah. What's
0: m- most of your content? What is it about? What are you trying to communicate with your content? On YouTube. Yeah. Are you just putting your life there? In, yeah. In, in so it blogs? mainly
1: started as like a lifestyle channel and then whenever I would like travel on holidays, I'd put like travel content as well as like some advice. Yeah. Um based on like sharing my experiences, things that I have been through and then advising people who may be going through like similar things. Um so that was the main reason I started it. And then like as time has evolved, um I started putting like just kind of fun stuff on there. Um, like challenges with my friends, siblings, and like some funny videos with my dad as well, which I think are the, probably the most popular on my channel. Um, people love the videos I do with my dad, uh, which is mainly so. I've got um, him like looking at my Instagram pictures and rating them based on like a Ugandan father's perspective. Um, and yeah, well, what do you mean
0: Ugandan father and and, and I've seen that you're writing <laughs> my Ugandan father yes. what does that mean
1: Well, you have you, two fathers no 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 but that's part of who he is part of his identity is Ugandan and um, to be honest with my channel I guess I do intentionally try to bring Ugandans in because there's so much on the internet right so much on YouTube so many videos um, but when someone sees oh that's got to do with Uganda I can probably relate to that I'm going to watch it um, I guess that's what I'm trying to do with my content like bringing Ugandans together yeah. um, to watch my content basically
0: that makes sense that's yeah. cool it's pretty cool do you um, do you have traumas you you're dealing with things you can share and how you've dealt with them Mm. As you, or you just had life very comfortable for you?
1: No such thing as a comfortable life, of course.
0: <laughs> but you look like you've had such a comfortable life. Like, that's what you give off. Like. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean uh, that would seem like it. And like, I know, I know it can't sure.
0: be like it, but are yeah. like you? It's it's not like it's not like me. Like uh, when someone looks at me, they not know. Yeah, guys. Why?
1: Son, I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> it's there, but you it's, it's and.
1: I look like I've Just
0: lived in the,
1: the easy, life. Life. Yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah, I would say that I I think the traumas that I've had is like
0: Do you, you have more, like things from childhood you think would have been better but they've come back to affect you in your growth now?
1: Um, <coughs> I wouldn't say like serious, no. Not like deep deep things.
0: What are the deep deep things?
1: I don't know, like, people have, like, really horrible things happen to them in their
0: childhood, you know. Th- that's interesting. <laughs> you know, I've, I've ever been told you see that dog? Mm. So, um, some people get attached to their pets. Mm. Like, others get attached to their children. Mm. So you can never measure amounts of, like, deep shit. Like,
1: uh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. You, I get, I get. You can't get. know
0: how I feel about losing that dog. Yeah. And probably losing a child or something. Cause,
1: you can't compare. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: So things like that and how you've dealt with them, that, that's like how I want to understand. Like, okay now, like how do you, where's your mental state at and how do you make sure like you're really sane every day? First of all, you're in the high life. Um, these, these drugs, there's alcohol, mm. people have all this stigma around all these things. Mm. So um, it, it ends up feeding into, into us, yeah? Like mm. uh, because, because of these different stigmas and stuff so and uh, the bar life facilitates mm-hmm. how fast yeah. you get hooked to mm-hmm. any of this to the lifestyle to the trends and you look mm-hmm. like yeah because you've come you've hosted the night you can host a night in a bar you you can see all these people just come down to like have fun with you mm-hmm. how do you just keep do i don't so say do I like how do you keep yourself like ways? how do you get your mental yeah I think, space yeah. better
1: i think it's just about staying grounded how do you like, stay
0: grounded that, that's the question yeah, yeah
1: yeah and like just staying true to who you are and what you know you know you stand for and believe in so basically a big part of my life is um my faith
0: so, you're a christian yes you believe in god yes and god has done wonders for you
1: of course and and you want to tell the world about <laughs> it <laughs> every day he continues to god is good let's not forget that god is good um but then yeah as a christian obviously there's certain there's a certain way you also need to i wouldn't say like carry yourself but like i don't know, like a, a certain lifestyle that i know that based on like My faith and what I believe in, like, I wouldn't follow or go down a certain kind of lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know that, like, it wouldn't be pleasing to God. Does that make sense? What does God
0: mean to you, though? What's your definition of God? Like, the whole concept? For you, how do you understand it?
1: Wow. (laughs) Um, God, to me, he... He's my father. He's my friend, basically. I feel like with my faith, um, I have a relationship
0: with God. Does that make sense? No, you still don't explain like okay. the concept of God. Like you see, <clears throat> I don't want to say. Some other people don't believe in God, but they mm-hmm. exist, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they have, they have things probably. They they do meditate and they understand who they are. They're present in the moment. Yeah, yeah, stick around it. Like to you, what is it? like do you get into some shit, then go and pray, then maybe feel better, and mm-hmm. then define that as god mm-hmm. yeah is 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 this someone or where you write your thoughts and you feel like there's a superpower listening to it, and mm-hmm. this is what I go to um,
1: yeah, you said it's,
0: it's God is your father, but God mm-hmm. doesn't pay, pay you tuition there's, there's oh, someone no, working but he to do me
1: through life. he protects me um but how do I connect with God is basically the question so like through daily prayer like just whenever I feel like I've got like issues burdens things that are traveling me essentially just like laying it before him asking him for like guidance like how to move in every situation and I do feel like um he does communicate um, back so prayer is like a two-way conversation you speak to God and he also speaks back can be in different ways you may like feel within like within your heart like what he's telling you or you may see signs around you God communicates well this is what I feel like yeah I yeah. believe that God communicates with people in different ways so he can show you a sign through know, like a billboard or like something happening
0: so when did you see your sign?
1: that's not how he communicates with me
0: how does he communicate with
1: <laughs> so with me he yeah. communicates um, I hear I hear God speaking I hear his voice. Um, and it's not like like a loud voice, like let's say like me and you speaking here, but I, I hear it internally. And for me, it took a long time to decipher between what are my own thoughts and what is actually coming from God. Does that make sense? Mm. I don't know if this can make sense. But you
0: split... <laughs> how did you get to a point where you split the thoughts to know that these are mine and these mm. are from quote-unquote God?
1: So there's a thing within like Christianity called like a gift of discernment. So be, to be able to decipher between um, what is of God and what isn't, yeah. if that makes sense. So like I had to pray for the gift of discernment for God to help me to be able to differentiate between what's from Him and what isn't. So like f- through praying from that, I do feel like I have the gift to know, okay, this is what God is telling me. This is not from God. If that makes sense.
0: And that is how you, like, get through, yeah? Like, yeah. Do you feel like you get in every situation and you're like, this is what God is telling me? and So everything, not, that means that you're only doing perfect things because no, no, if no, you no. have to... No. it's
1: I feel like it's something I can tap into, but it's not Some. It's not a space where I'm in all the time. Yeah, it has yeah, to be yeah. intentional to get it, and it depends on, like, how connected I am to God in a, in, um, in a certain time. So obviously you get periods where you kind of go off track a little bit and you don't feel as connected to god so that's when things start to get a bit i don't know like um a bit fuzzy in a sense and you do feel like you need to pull back okay like get centered again get back into your prayer corner and you know get into a good space with god so that things you get like some clarity and things start to make sense personally (laughs) yeah that makes
0: sense it's a good way to live do you only listen to yourself through prayer.
1: Listen to myself or listen to.
0: You are alone. Time to like mm. where you get to listen to your thoughts and probably get to that moment where um, there's like. No,
1: not really. I like to journal as well. So every so often, like I have a journal. I have journals for everything, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um but I do have a journal where I write down
0: almost the, everything happening in your life.
1: Not everything, but let's say how I'm feeling in a certain at a certain point in time, let like, let's say I'm going through something, I'll just write down, like, my emotions, how I'm feeling, like, my thoughts about it, um, and then also, like, what I would want to change. And yeah.
0: Then. So at least you, you're present in most of the moments yeah. you're feeling some type of way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mainly do that, I would say, when I'm not in a great headspace, where it's, like, everything in my head just needs to come out on paper i guess like a way a form of expressing myself um i like to do that through writing it makes me feel better as well and i feel like it makes me see things a bit clearer where, when i can like note down okay it's this 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 and this that's making me feel like this yeah and this is what we're going to do about it basically yeah. have you
0: figured out happiness in your life hmm. and what it means to you and what you can define as this is me happy and yeah yeah
1: um, I can't say that I've figured it out but it is a goal of mine one of my goals in life is to be happy yeah <laughs> um, so Um. but I don't know I feel like can you really be happy all the time no you can't you can't yeah
0: life just teaches you that every other day that's Something has to give. Like, yeah, yeah, the smallest of things. You could get already all dressed up to go out, and you've forgotten a pen, and just change your mood. Yeah,
1: just just when you think you're happy, something happens. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like.
0: But at least, um, you reach to a place because now, like me, I feel like um, there's been so many sections of my life Mm. that the little great gratitude I have is all i need to like i could die tomorrow and mm. i'm happy I've, mm. I've achieved i don't want to say achieved because i've really not achieved anything i, I need don't
1: to like, say that. i'm
0: sure you have no i i feel like no there's so much i have to achieve and time is also running out but,
1: but i'm at that place
0: where i understand that
1: yeah.
0: i don't need so much yeah like i've i've seen it all i've been blessed that I've, I've been to worlds, I've been to the street where I've not had nothing, mm. then I've come back to, to communities, mm. I've, I've related to all different worlds, and it's interesting that at least the only thing I say I have managed to achieve in my 20 years mm. is to be at this place where I can just look at things and like, ah, oh pass. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I keep working hard and getting there because I have so much to, like, get from from this but at least i'm content yeah mm. like i know and i feel like that is happiness to me right yeah there's it's nothing else i want mm. do you feel like you can die tomorrow
1: <laughs> of course i could die today
0: <laughs> and you be ready for that do you think if you died today
1: um can you ever be ready for death i don't know but uh, like, like yeah
0: like where you feel like even if i died like it's okay i'm good I've lived my fair share of life.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know I haven't lived for that many years compared to, you know, how old some people are, but I don't know. I, I feel like I would be... Very Do you feel your
0: experiences with the people you've met and interfered with now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They, they would feel good about the experiences, all your people.
1: Like, you mean like interactions? Had yeah, in that like point?
0: just, yeah. Uh, you know, like how you'd... Like after this podcast, yeah? Mm -hmm. I'll at least know that I had this really good conversation with Jan Machivi. It was just not about going to our (laughs) nights. It would be something.
1: Yeah.
0: And you'll probably feel the same way, yeah? That's how most guests on the podcast feel. Mm. It's a scam. It's not about how much it's going to trend, how many numbers it's going to get. It's just the yeah. conversation. It's just the conversation and how people like really feel. Cause we've had people just say, "No, I, I felt like I didn't say what's right, so don't publish that." No, yeah, like, cool. Mm. Cause it's about how they feel. Mm. It's just not conversation my friends, and my life. That's like that's the goal of. Mm. If everyone feels. Good around you, I'm at a happy place and yeah. I can die. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um personally I think yes, because I'll well I kind of I won't say I pride myself, but pride myself on being like a people person. So I do really enjoy like meeting people, especially like meeting new people as well and making friends with people. So um and I'll call myself quite a positive person as well. Like I'm not really a big fan of like getting into altercations or like fighting Mm. with people so I do believe that um, most of the experiences that people have had with me are positive and if I was to die today God forbid um, that um, you know people will have had positive experiences with me but don't you feel like I don't know when like Someone dies, everyone's always got something <laughs> good, like, yeah. This is when everyone, but, wants but to it say has changed like, until you're a Ugandan thing.
0: politician. <laughs> <laughs> then people be like, No, that guy, what, stole money for the HIV guys. You yeah, can't, yeah.
1: yeah
0: that's that's true. for politicians, it has changed. For everyone else, yes, people feel like they, they, they just have to say good things, Google. they give you flowers when you're, when you're
1: gone. Mm.
0: Do you ever give your friends their flowers when they're still here and appreciate them?
1: I do. I do try to, especially like people that I am really close to. I do try to like,
0: What does friendship mean to you? Like how can you define your friendships?
1: would mm. What do you mean like what I would how I would decipher whether someone's a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Not? Um I feel like friendships are like intentional. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not just someone that you just know, because you can know a lot of people. But then it's someone who, like, you intentionally, you know, try to add value to each other's lives, if that makes sense. Um, Whether that's, like, checking in on each other, maybe regularly, supporting each other where you can, um, you know, encouraging each other in what you do, respectively. Just showing each other, like, love. And there's so many ways... That you can express like your love for someone it can be verbally, it can be, you know, through actions, spending time with them. Um, so for me, friendship is like I don't know those people who mutually we in intentionally like try to
0: be involved in each other's be life.
1: involved in each other's lives. Thank you for finishing yeah. that sentence. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you spoke of love. Have you experienced love in your life love. yet? Yeah, from, I feel like. From like, I love mommy and daddy to know I I want to get, um, I don't want to like put marriage as the achievement of love. As the
1: be-all and
0: end-all, yeah. I feel like the only time I was really in love with someone, Mm -hmm. I knew that I could not marry them. What
1: does that mean? What? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: you like them so much and. (laughs)
1: Seriously? Yes. Do
0: Do you feel like. Because you love someone, you're supposed to marry them.
1: What, like in a romantic sense? Yeah,
0: in a more romantic sense.
1: I feel like that's a personal decision. Okay, Because not everybody wants to get married. Not everybody... (laughs) What?
0: That's not true. I feel like everyone really wants to get
1: married. Mm, Not everyone. People just
0: hide from it. But they do. I've not... I've phoned people with whatever it is, PhDs, whatnot. They have had all this life achievement. And if they're not married, something is... Missing. They're not, yeah. They're not like they're not married. That's I, it.
1: But on the contrary, I've met people who are like so against marriage. They're like, oh, marriage is just. Do you
0: feel like they're just projecting? Because
1: like, of
0: course, there's a lot of bad PR around marriage, yeah. but there's also a lot of good people that yeah. are happily married. And when you think about the fact that
1: well, that's you not, have life, that's you not can even live the majority longer. though, because you know, like where, like, 50% of marriages end in divorce. And then even the people who are married, how many of them are happily married? To be honest, I think I just have, like, a very sceptical view on, like, love and marriage and stuff like that. So So you've not experienced love? I have. Okay, okay. (laughs) Let me not sit here and project.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I don't think that there is a very big number of happy and successful marriages. Does that make sense? I feel like a lot of them end or... Now either, you know, something happens,
0: like... <laughs> Do you feel like that has been spiralled up with social media? Like, you'd see... Uh, you know the algorithm is designed to, like, if, if mm. there's someone threading about a negative thing about mm. marriage and you like it at some point, mm. yeah, at any given point in five years, those stories will still come to your feed. Mm. So that's what you'll see. But in the reality of things, you realise that, living alone or just being there does is not fulfilling
1: enough.
0: Mm. I do not know if you feel the same way, but that's how I feel like me and the peers I have mm. and then the people I've seen. Mm. Then even people in bad marriages, at least they would rather, the risk of just staying alone is bigger than...
1: Staying in a bad marriage.
0: Yeah. They would rather be in a bad marriage, as long as it's a marriage. Because yeah. you see, there's, there's, it can be bad all the time anyway. So
1: this is what makes me sceptical about yeah. marriage because um, like I feel like even when like you idolise well that's to like that to,
0: to just, you can just pull it in book. Okay.
1: Yeah. you know like maybe like famous couples like you look at them and it's like wow couple goals and like you idolise their relationship and then next thing you know it's ending in tears do you know what I mean yeah I just feel like hmm. personally I haven't seen a lot of good representations of good love. Um, you
0: don't have power couples. You don't. You don't look at Jay Z and Beyonce and be like, yo, I want to be like those guys.
1: It's the same Jay Z that cheated on Beyonce.
0: Is mm. cheating a deal breaker for you?
1: But yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it all like? Do you feel like you're supposed to love one person? Like That's you'd the be thing. out in a night and.
1: I feel like that's the thing about life. And so I remember asking my, well, like one of my friends one time, he's a really philosophical kind of, philosophical kind of thinker. And I asked him, do you feel like humans were made for monogamy? Because like, even as like in our cultures, like Waganda, Ugandans, like back in the day, like the men would never have one wife. Yeah. Like he would Even in the
0: Bible. Yeah. Even in the Bible. All the great men and kings, really, everyone. To be fair, yeah. yeah,
1: those kings, like King Solomon had like exactly, 300 like, wives. Exactly,
0: all yeah. those kings, all the great men had, like it done, never worked, has never worked. I do not know why people cling on it so much in For the past. Sure. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: I do wonder where it came from. And maybe it's the reason why we do hear every other day, so-and-so cheated and so-and-so and that's why it's ended. In so New would New
0: you New rather a man with 20 wives publicly proclaimed and you're like number 17?
1: Me as me. <laughs> Kella, you just have to laugh because... <laughs> Rashi, you can't. <laughs> it could never be me. and Even if I was number one and he decided to get a number two, that's the point that I take my exit. You're not going to
0: marry a Muslim.
1: No, I can't do that. Why? Why do you think <laughs> like that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when I'm in like... Love or in a relationship, yeah. I'm not the kind of person who likes to like share my man first of all, like, or to be in competition with another girl for him. Like, he's either with me, like, 100% or none. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but you didn't like, uh, we, I, I, I interrupted in your like version of experience of love, mm. yeah, mm. and what you understand by it. Love, yeah. Have you experienced love? I think so. Not like from the parents? Or yeah. would you actually define? Because you see, when we grow up, then um, we, me, when I grew up, I realized that economies of scale had to win, so I didn't get time to uh, experience love from my parents. My dad had to go out to work, then he had to take me to like a boarding school from, mm-hmm.
1: for all the time I
0: had to go to school, I was in a boarding school.
1: Which school did you go to? I'm just interested
0: I went to Kampala Academy. Okay. Then I left Kampala Academy. I went to Lubiri Navagereka. That's oh, nice. primary. Nice. Then I left Lubiri. I went to Namiriango College. Then mm. I left Namiriango College. Then I went to Pomarayo College. Okay. And I finished. Then I went to Makerere University. Nice, nice. So, but I feel I spent so much learning from life mm. and from my parents, much as it's not like their fault or it could have been their fault. They could have worked harder. Mm. That's up to the superpowers. But that's so... I cannot define the fact that I experienced love with my father. My father is a cool guy. I, I like mm. to be like him. He's very honest. He's a church guy. Mm. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. And I do all these things, but he doesn't do all these things. So it's really inspiring. He's very faithful and loyal. He has all the attributes I would want from a good man. Mm. But I still didn't...
1: Experience did like love. Yeah, like club. Like, like
0: because there was no time for that. Like life pushed that There was no time for that So we had to learn the hard way It's not like we've turned out bad But I feel like not experiencing that
1: Yeah But when you say love What do you mean by that? Because again like love is such a broad thing Because maybe like as a father Like being present And the things that he was able to do for you That's how he you know Expressed his love Maybe it wasn't in the way That you thought it should have been Like through affection and things like that I don't know
0: what do you think? What is? How do you define your love?
1: Love, but that's the thing about love. I feel like love has so many different, um, not definitions, but different parts to it. Yeah. Do you get Um But, hmm, where am I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> different parts. Love has parts so many different parts to it, and um, different people show love in different ways, and like they expect to receive love in different ways. So, like for me. Um love. Hmm. I'm t- trying to think about my love languages. You know the five love languages? No. Oh my gosh, let's talk about the five love languages. Yeah. So, um the five love languages are What
0: was, first what does love language mean? Like this is how I, I see people on, on, on time I'm like, hey, yeah, my love language is like touch. Yes, Mine is yes, yes, gifts. Yes, yes. A majority of female want the so, gift part of it. <laughs>
1: So I don't know who came up with them, but yeah. there's this thing about like there being love languages. So the five ones are quality time. Okay. That can be a way to express your love to someone, like spending time with them. Um, there's physical touch.
0: That is having sex all the time.
1: No, it can literally just be like, you know, holding hands, hugging, yeah. just like being in proximity, like touching someone. Um, but I guess like sexual intimacy does come within that as well. Um there's gifts gifts giving and receiving um acts of service so let's let's say like
0: you have a paper and i read it for you then explain it to you
1: yeah exactly (laughs) or like let's say i'm going out and i need my clothes ironed if you could iron it for me um you know just doing something going out of your way to do something for your partner then the last one what's the last one what we said so quality time physical touch acts of service gifts gifts those are four and um oh there's one more oh this is it words of affirmation so like verbally yeah i have to
0: to remind you you're beautiful uh i have to remind you how much i love you Uh yeah Yeah. so because when you don't listen to this you don't feel like
1: yeah but like not everybody expects how do you
0: get to know your love language
1: it's just through experience, really. So, like being with your partner. Like... Um,
0: <laughs> experience can't give it this time for me.
1: You think so? But Because think... I've had
0: what? Relationships since like ACE 4, S2. Mm. And I've still not figured that out. Like, but that's because. I, feel like you... I just have i give my whole yeah to the person in that time until yeah i can't be there anymore i can be present
1: but you have to intentionally figure it out so the fact that you weren't even like aware of the love uh, love languages that makes sense that you wouldn't know yet but now that you know them like just trying to see now like based on your relationship seeing what works just thinking about it actively it just it does take some time to figure out but
0: so are you supposed to like get a match the same match like, if I love quality time, then no. I get someone who loves quality time.
1: No. I think... So, yeah, these all come under, like, like um, being in a relationship. But I think the point of them is that you need to know what your partner likes, like, how your partner receives love, and then, in, like, try to show them love in those ways because that's how they are going to feel loved. And that's how they're going to feel like the relationship is working. Mm. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So what happens if um I don't get back the same energy?
1: Mm, well then there's something wrong and you need to talk about it. So you may have different love languages, but you just both kind of need to be doing what your partner likes, if that makes sense. Sacrificing for uh-huh. yeah. giving yourself, basically.
0: Interesting. Do you know your love languages? Yeah you just can't say them out on a podcast I
1: don't
0: (laughs) what are your love languages
1: um so I have two yeah my but then I have one that's in close third but anyway my two main love languages are acts of service so like I like when my partner like does things to make my life easier if that makes sense because yeah it just makes me feel like I don't know like you actually care and like you're actually trying to like, add value to my life, if that makes sense. Um, And then my second one is words of affirmation. Like, I'm really big on, like... Because I'm not inside your head, so I need to hear how you feel about me, if that makes sense. So you need to tell me that you love me, tell me, you know, how much i mean to you, Things I need to hear it. Otherwise, for me...
0: You just can't get tired of them.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But they also have to be, like, from... A specific person, right? Of course. Like, yeah.
1: Oh, no You've connected to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't be from just anyone.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but I do feel like um, <clears throat> quality time is very important as well.
0: So all the five are important. Uh, what are, like, the picks you'd, ch- you'd, you'd choose in selecting, like, a partner? Mm. Is it um, the sex, the respect... The companionship, um, the blend of the love languages.
1: What's the question? So like what? Like,
0: like uh, what do you consider like 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 some hierarchy? Like you know what my partner? It's either we're having really great sex together or he mm. respects me a lot. Like those values you'd want from. Mm. I don't even know if sex is a value, but yeah.
1: No really, I don't think so. But I guess it comes. But under it's such like, a big. And it it comes why under I don't... the chemistry, I think. Chemistry between. Mm.
0: Okay. Do you have, like, a list of things you tick off from people you choose to become your partners? Because, you know, it's so important. Uh, One thing I I, I realized from my life Mm. is the people I choose to spend my time with Mm. must be very important in my life because then it can end, yeah? I've had um, relationships that have cost me so much in my past (coughs) Mm. and I felt like I had shared I I had to start over my other life was not a podcaster I didn't know fuck about cameras this is a whole new life yeah Mm. there was that other life Mm. but then it died because it had attachments to other people there was people that were involved and I felt like they would be a big part of my life like I would spend the rest of my life with them yeah Mm. because you again cannot predict life it has no like instructions or things like that then Switching up brought a whole new person, and I forget the question too. Why I'm telling you all these things. (laughs) It's
1: okay. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do not know why I forget the question. But yeah, like, uh, do you have like a list? I remember it, like, of of
1: things you have to choose,
0: like, someone has to like pass this.
1: I do, but I I would say my list is not really like based on the relationship. My list is like what I look for in a guy, for example. Yeah, what do you look for in a guy? My list is so long and so specific, but anyway, yeah. we can get started on it. Exactly. <laughs> um so first of all he has to be a Ugandan.
0: Why? Because I feel like that's racist. Okay, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but <laughs>
1: I wouldn't call it racist, it's a preference you know I, mean? I mean
0: It's like
1: okay. It's based on how I would want the dynamic of my relationship or marriage to be I would want somebody who I can share my culture with It's not somebody who I have to now start explaining and translating and like you know, yeah. I feel that like because it's such a big part of my life and who I am, we have to be able to connect on that level
0: Where is a Kenyan? Okay who understands Luganda
1: and... Uh, I mean, if he understands Luganda and the culture, then maybe I could consider it. Uh,
0: okay. But it's for you, it's because of the culture. Like, you want someone you're going inter- to... You're looking at this long term, right? Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Exactly. Um, and then he also has to be God-fearing, because that's also a massive part of my life. Like, I would need someone who, like, we can pray together. Um, I just... Why are you
0: laughing? (laughs) Praying and God is an interesting topic.
1: Why? Yeah,
0: it is. Uh, (coughs) Because church, it's a good system to live by, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's um, it has proven results. The Bible is such a successful book. Mm. It's also the most translated book. Um, Mm. Now all these things, but there's a lot of manipulation that goes on. Yeah, that I don't agree with. Okay. And um personally, I want to be a better human being every other day. that's how I live by, yeah mm. so, but spirituality and Christianity and all these things because yeah. i've seen I've seen more bad from them than than, than good, yeah, like from, from what from the pastors from the pastors, I have pastor friends by the way, yeah. they listen to this podcast
1: yeah.
0: uh, from that, from what I've seen them do or what they do and how they believe to yeah. To how many? To to the difference between to like the financial dif- difference between the people that go to church mm. and then the guys that lead the churches. And this mm. is crossover. Whether they are born again churches, mm. whether they are they are normal Catholic and Protestant things we grew up with mm. to the Muslims to all that. Mm. <coughs> I feel like it's a business. So the industry around God is mm. a business, and if God Himself cannot just come out to like. Put it together; it does not make sense to me. But, however, mm-hmm. I believe that I'm supposed to treat you well as as a friend. I'm supposed to treat you the same way I would expect to be treated. Yeah, mm-hmm. that type of treatment. So I'm aware of that. And I practice a lot. I practice with Jehovah Witnesses, my friends. Um, mm-hmm. Brian, you'll again listen to the podcast. So we go through verses and try to relate. The Bible talks about times like this where people are dying of hunger in like places like Karamoja. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has all these scenarios. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that, yes, it's such a very well-written manuscript of how you can survive this mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. but it's not the only one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Of course, there are many others.
0: Yeah, so I just... I'm just there. But I, I actually come from a very Christian family. I see. Strongly Christian. I, I used see. to be an altar boy in like school. Yeah. I went to... They took me to school specifically because of the religion. Yeah,
1: mm.
0: that's how I stand. But yes, that's number two. God fearing.
1: Yeah, I just want to address your point. Like, yeah, I yeah. totally like respect how you feel about like I guess the religion and um, how people have I don't know made it look like. But I do feel like. Um, Because the Bible um, and the religion is quite open to interpretation, everyone sees it in different ways. I think it's up to you individually to interpret it in a way, you know, that...
0: Have you read the Bible? Do you read the Bible? Yeah, yeah,
1: I do.
0: How easy is it for you to, like... Do you have anything you think you're against?
1: In the Bible? Yeah. Mm. Or
0: do you have to blindly follow it because it's... One, it has produced results, yeah? Like, you pray, you get caught from it... I'm not saying you should shun that away. But do you have things you feel like, no, this is not right? Because first of all, the Bible was written by people who make mistakes. It was not written by the superpower.
1: Mm. There are, to be honest, I want to say the Bible is a book that I fully, like, you know understand and can fully explain to you because, like, I haven't gone to, like, theology yeah, yeah, school yeah, yeah, yeah. or, like, um, you know, any school to be able to do that. Um But again, um, like I said, it's open to, like, interpretation of what makes sense to you. And there are some things in there that...
0: Make sense to you.
1: That makes sense to me. A These lot of things them. that I do have to, like, question and be mm. like, mm, is this really like this? And obviously there will be, like, people who I go to to ask questions about in the Bible. I think one of the things that, like, I think continues to, tro- like... um like, not trouble me, but, like, that I question about is, like, tattoos and piercings and stuff. Because the Bible says, like, or oh, don't mark your body, don't pierce your body. But then you see, like, Christians, like, even, like, pastors and stuff who have tattoos, like, I have piercings. So I'm thinking, okay. Do you have tattoos? No, I don't have any tattoos.
0: Do you want to have tattoos? Uh,
1: I mean, it's not something I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I really need a tattoo. But, like, it's not something that I'm, like, Against. <coughs>
0: yeah. In this book, uh, my friend Dale wrote it, so yesterday they were going through it over with Kenneth. Mm. Uh, he tells us men, he's speaking to the men, mm. so he's telling us, do not wife a woman with tattoos. Do not. <laughs> yeah, but first of all, his um, culture, some people believe like that. They feel mm. like... Yeah, but that's his opinion in this yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to read it. Yeah, you can read it.
1: But... I can have a look. I'll have a look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's 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 in a lot of um as they were saying it yesterday on the podcast is very anti-feminism. I don't know what you think about feminism, but that will be what we will probably end with. Okay. Let's, let's go with.
1: Yeah. Are we ending with it now cuz I feel like we have a bit of time. This, yeah? lo- no, loose ends that we haven't tied up.
0: Well, yeah, so. no 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 no. <laughs> okay, we're okay, still okay. finishing. <laughs> yeah will you still explaining the Bible then go back to the list
1: yeah so the Bible um, no I wanted to like touch on what you think so because the Bible is so open to interpretation I feel like some people have like I wouldn't say like misused it but sort of like twisted it in a way that yeah. now actually they're doing it all wrong like those pastors that you're talking about yeah, yeah. that are manipulating people yeah. and just using their power in like all the wrong ways um, which is bad and I agree with you the fact that there are some really awful, awful things happening, like, in the church. Um, but I think it's just about finding the right...
0: Faith. How do you understand your faith? Like, uh, yeah, do you understand faith? Can you, like, talk about your faith? And be faith. like, Yeah. Be like, this is how I understand my spirituality. Are you, like, accustomed to a church? Do you, like, go to church, church, and born again? Do you listen to... Do you, like, like have a spiritual person, like your personal pastor
1: yeah. and...
0: Yeah, things like that.
1: I do. So before COVID, COVID, I feel like COVID disrupted a lot of things. And for me, COVID sort of like um, messed up my church routine, I would say. So obviously, I, I used to go to um, Liberty Christian Fellowship. It's a church in South London. Yeah. Um, But because of the lockdown, all churches shut down and churches weren't operating for a while. So like since then, um, I've found it hard to like get back into that kind of a routine but aside from that, I do like by myself and with friends as well. Um, read the Bible, yeah, pray, um, and try to stay grounded. That's how you grow every day. In that sense, yeah.
0: I remember that when we growing up in in nursery school, they used to
1: oh,
0: tell us, "Read, read your, Bible, your Bible, pray every day yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. grow."
1: Yeah.
0: They're just forcing us to believe.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <Yep>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's go to.
1: Number three. Number three on my list? Yes. We're still going. Okay. Um Number three on my list of things that I look for in a guy. Um, so they start to get a bit superficial. Don't you yeah.
0: uh, This is a guy you want to marry or a guy you... This is my is husband. Just, I'm okay, husband. My
1: husband yeah, 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 yeah. So he has to be Ugandan, God-fearing. Yeah. He also must be tall because... Um, I think that's just my preference, tall guys. I'm a short girl, and I don't want to be having short children, so we have to find a balance. Um, He also has to be really ambitious, so I don't like lazy guys who are, like, not really doing anything. Like, you have to be working on something, working towards a goal, and wanting better for yourself, essentially. Um, I would want someone who's also, like, how can I say this? He has to be like intellectually switched on, like, either educated or like, have no, an educated guy. Yeah, let me just say that. <laughs> um, because you know, I'm also educated, so like, I think yeah, it just makes sense. <laughs> Um, and the last one he has to have a good sense of humor because I just I want to be happy and I want someone who can like make me happy make me laugh and we can have good times together so yeah
0: interesting what legacy are you trying to leave behind this is usually a question we bring when we're ending our podcast but we're not ending our podcast we're not now. ending okay. Yeah. but like you I just keep understanding you what legacy do you think you're creating and want to leave behind
1: Mm. <coughs> do you know? I've actually never thought of that. <laughs> I've never actually thought about it. Um, can we come back to it at the end? We yeah. Want some time to think about. Yeah, that.
0: yeah, yeah. That's yeah. We'll come back to it to the end. Mm. Let's go to feminism. Mm-hmm. What do you think about women empowerment? And you you bring up culture. A lot of culture steps on that. Not like it steps on it, but it's Anything designed
1: to oppress women.
0: Not not to oppress women. It's designed. Oh. Because, you see, it has produced also the most successful societies, yeah? The patriarchy system kind of way. Mm, It has some evidence to it. That's why it's still successful. That's Mm. why people have adopted to it. And much has equality for all really helped solve so many things. You just can't wash it away. But to you, what does that mean? What does women empowerment mean to you?
1: Mm, I think women empowerment to me is like encouraging women to know that they're more than just more than just like a housewife, more than just a mum like there's so much more to us that we can contribute to society that we can be in those positions that men stand in or that were traditionally for men um, we can be presidents of countries we can be you know, CEOs and we can do all the things that I don't want to say, like, all the things that guys do. Yeah. Um, Because you really
0: can't do all the things that guys do. You you know, if they put away men from the world for, like, two days...
1: You think things would go left?
0: Yeah, they would go left. Because men build the houses, they carry the rubbish, they do what they do. There's so much stuff around around the day-to-day movement that is just built for...
1: I think that men and women do have, like, um, their specific roles what they do contribute yeah. but I don't think that men are superior to women in any way if that makes sense Yeah. so even though maybe what we contribute is different comes from a different angle
0: would you wake up in the night to kill the thieves if they came
1: kill the thieves? Yeah. if I had no other option
0: if you're in if I'm in a house with you we share a house together yeah. hypothetically yeah. and um, I had a long day at work but then the thieves come, but because you stayed at work and we are equal in some sense, (laughs) we stand up and
1: fight the thieves. Um, No, I would expect you to wake up and take the lead, (laughs) even though I would try to help (laughs) in any way that I can.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So your view on equality is around just um, women having the same fair share as men.
1: Mm. I don't think we can be the exact same, yeah. but I, I think it's important to understand that as our respective genders, we have our, like, roles, um, but I do think that women shouldn't feel as though they're inferior to men, that they can also step up and do, like, I'll say mainly in society, the jobs, like, jobs that men do, like, in the corporate world, being engineers. Um, I think, I mean, you said men build houses, yeah. but I don't think it would be, you know, wrong to see a woman on a construction site, you know, helping.
0: But have you looked at the work that is involved in, do you mm. think a woman's body would really adapt to it?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Like the hardcore, be- besides, of course there's so mm. much. My sister is an engineer. She builds mm. houses. Mm. She like draws plans and mm-hmm. stuff like mm.
1: that. See this is stuff we love. Female empowerment,
0: we love it. Yeah, but but I'm saying that real hard, like doing the same things. Because doing the same things mean that I need to see a girl bring, like lift up the cement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if they are men doing that, then mm-hmm. women should do that. If if it's going to be the same at the top, mm-hmm. it should be the same at the top.
1: At the bottom, yeah. of your...
0: But then that cannot be achieved, you know.
1: Yeah. Cause the, this so goes into like
0: payment, and... into like content creators. Female content yeah. creators sometimes feel like they're. Underpaid.
1: Mm. There is a gender gap. Yeah. Everywhere, even in like, for example, what I do, like doctors in the UK, men do get paid a certain percentage more than women do.
0: How do you feel? Feel about that? Is it because, one, you you have some time off work
1: Mm. as a woman because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that you have to
0: account for all that.
1: Yeah, I think that that all does play a role into it. So, like, it's multifactorial. Yeah. Um, obviously, women can't give as many hours, especially if they have children at home. So, like, doing those things of, like, taking up extra shifts, you've got to think about the kids first. Um, so maybe that is why men do end up, I guess, being available more to work, and that's why they end up accumulating more money than we do, even though we're working um, the same job. Um, but those... Differences; those inequalities do exist. I feel like everywhere. Mm. Um. I don't know where I'm going with this point.
0: (laughs) As a woman, do you feel like you there's a way you can raise your daughter to to feel like they don't have to compete?
1: To compete. Yes.
0: From your experiences of life, do you feel like you're being inferior to? Have you, like, this is you as Jan Machibi. Mm. Have you felt inferior at some point because you're a woman?
1: Mm. With, I would say with the life that I've lived personally, no. But when I look around at, like, lives that maybe other people may have lived, especially, like, in this country, like, Mm -hmm. in Uganda, like, when you see, like, uh, girls don't really have the same opportunities as boys. In simple things as just going to school and getting an education... Um, you do see how girls are kind of put down and not prioritized as much as the boy child, but um, personally me as me no. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's been fair, at least we yeah. called it a fair trade. Yeah, it's good. How much of your gratitude of um, having, let's say the parents you have and being in the situation you're in, how much of that defines your life? How much how grateful are you to like live through the next day? The answer could be as simple as very, like I'm a very grateful person or you'd you try and give personal story to it, because like, 'cause mm. you've seen some stuff and then mm. you look at where you are and where you've been, you're like, you know what? Mm. I'd rather have it my way than
1: I don't understand the question. Way. I feel like you're asking like ten questions in one. <laughs>
0: yeah. What does gratitude mean to you?
1: Okay. To me, um <clears throat> gratitude. Trying hard here not to use the word grateful, but um, <laughs> <laughs> literally just appreciate. But yeah, you're
0: a grateful person, like I,
1: I am. I really am. I think it's literally just about appreciating, like even the small things in life. Because like, of course, we're all at any one point gonna have like problems and things to complain about. But there are also like blessings and reasons for you to like be grateful in life, mm. even. Like the small things, like even waking up in the morning. Some people don't. Just like having people in your life that love you. Um, I think, yeah, there's always things that you are able to look at and like appreciate and be grateful for. And um, I think it's a good, um, a good way of like keeping yourself positive as well, and keeping yourself in like a good headspace when you can just, you know, identify things in your life. That that are going good because not everything is going to be going good all the time but there are always things to appreciate
0: nice do you have role models you look up to in the fashion world
1: in the fashion world that's very specific um i have role models in general in the fashion world
0: no you're building yourself as the icon mm. what inspires your fashion sense
1: (laughs) wow um I don't think I really have an like inspiration. I just see something and if it looks good to me then I like it.
0: <laughs> it's, it's there's no like um theory to it like I'm putting on this because I want to feel like um uh, like, like someone some, from the past or their attitude or how they carried themselves.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Like maybe some strong woman who is
1: no. Yeah.
0: It's, it's just you picking what you like. Yeah. And your role models in life?
1: In life? Yeah. Um, I have a few. Like, strong strong women, my mum being number one. <coughs> um, Are you
0: only saying that because she will listen to the podcast?
1: I don't even know if she will. I mean, I hope she does, mum, if you're watching. <laughs> um, but no, I say that from a genuine place because, like, I'm quite close with my mum. So, like, she shares with me a lot of the things she goes through and just seeing how she's you feel handled. like you're
0: living some of her experiences
1: yeah Not the, the really. the guy goes. Mm. just no just seeing how she's handled what she's gone through and how she's you know still still i don't say surviving but like <laughs> living. still living yeah, yeah that inspires me a lot so i hope to be able to if i like run into challenges be able to handle them the way that she does as well and she does a lot oh my gosh she, my mom. That's a whole another conversation, but yeah, it's going right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm?
0: What does like, what does your mom mean to you as a woman?
1: As a woman.
0: Like, how much of her character defines you? Her being the mom.
1: I think a lot, if not all, like a lot of the the way that I am is because of her. Like, of course, you, you um, the first people who you like learn things from are your parents. So like even their mannerisms, the way they act. Um.
0: And you feel like like that was like a perfect match, yeah. Like because you don't get to choose our parents, mm. yeah. Like mm. Our parents make us. Yeah. Um, have you ever felt like? Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like I needed to have Oprah as my mom? Okay, okay. Oprah is just too rich. Michelle Obama, Richard. No, still rich, just. Well,
1: like them. wishing that she was my mom instead of yeah, some active.
0: something like that. It doesn't have to be those two people, but like yeah, in a situation like like you know what?
1: I feel <laughs> like we will do that. We will fantasize about like oh like how would life be if like I was in that family for example? Yeah. If I was an Obama.
0: <laughs> Which family have you ever thought of to be a part of? Which uh, great family?
1: Maybe the Obamas. That's all about it. The Obamas. Yeah, the Obamas. <laughs>
0: okay yeah it's, it's I don't know
1: but I haven't been able to tell you the rest of my role models yeah. so the rest of my role models actually Michelle and Oprah are on the list okay I feel like I look up to strong black powerful women um on my list as well is um Naba Gelika the queen of Uganda um I just I love her aura first of all like she's educated um and the she's way she, calm she's calm exactly the way she I, I used to go
0: for first of all I went to her school then I used to attend Chisakati. this really? when Yeah, when I was growing up. Was, yeah. I went to like a single boy school. Yeah. Uh, so somehow my parents felt like the only way we could grow in some sense since these, again, they had to go and work. Mm. So they spent a lot less time with us mm. b- between the maids and school. So they took us to Saka. They took me amongst all my siblings. It's me also who maybe accepted. The rest were like too stubborn for it. But... She's such a strong woman, like Mm. you'd love her being around. Mm. I remember her interactions, her school, because she used to like come maybe on a day and teach something. Mm. Yeah, she's such a powerful woman. She's also very away from the negative news, like you don't get that from like a queen. At least there's some drama around, but you never Mm. hear that. I don't know if she's just too powerful that she pays the media out not to write any bad things about her, or Mm. she's just really a good person. Like, you know, the Katikyo mm. is a very good man. Mm. And you all have a few stories in the news that are shady. A few
1: scandals. Yeah. But
0: the queen, for the long, for the times she's been on her reign, she has, she I has like
1: que- it. I feel like queens in general, I like that though. They have. No, but at
0: least there's scandals on Queen Elizabeth, Like, you, you'd see but negative But that's not based praise. on
1: her, like, what she's done. That's based on her empire and her forefathers and, like, what's come before her. Like, personally, I feel like.
0: <laughs> you like the queen a lot. I want to say
1: go. that I like her a lot, yeah. but like, I don't think that, you know, she's a bad person. <laughs> sure. Um, but no, I was just going to say, I feel like queens in general, cause they have like an image to uphold. So they must have like, like a team around them who, I would not want to say like control them, but like tell them.
0: The man is their PR. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I want to say. <laughs> they can't do certain things. Do you feel places. like
0: you you you'd need PR in your life?
1: Maybe one. Because you become
0: yeah, fashion model. Do you call yourself a model? Do you model for fashion? Yeah. So you're a doctor, model, and content creator. Okay. Do you feel like you'd need PR in your life? Like, it it can be such a mess that you'd need.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like PR definitely probably would (laughs) make life easier. But one
0: day. I don't think it's necessary for anyone, even if they become a celebrity.
1: You think so? Yeah. I just feel like... Like,
0: we don't get the version of you. And this is why... This is like a bigger picture of... You know how people idolise celebrities, then they get disappointed. Like, I grew up a lot... Mm. On rap music, yeah. Mm. But then um, coming to grow up, then understanding business, then understanding that people were doing some things because it's just a business. one so this, this was never their lives. It was heartbreaking. A candle in the morning was telling me, um, how he stopped listening to Kanye West mm. when he dropped graduation. Like after graduation, mm. he didn't want to listen to the new Kanye West because he felt like. He could not relate anymore, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, to the new person, to mm. the new developments, to the person thing about the money and the beaches, and he had a different relation with him. Mm. <clears throat> so I feel like there's a lot of that with celebrities, and I think I'll one day have a conversation with a person on how it is to be a celebrity in Uganda. Mm. If it's the same thing, because then there are interesting stories that have come up with mm. where we see Weasel,
1: mm. uh
0: beating the wife. Mm. What do you think about that?
1: What can I think about that?
0: (laughs) What do you think about domestic violence? But also what do you think about the fact that he's a celebrity who has also lost two brothers in a space. He's probably not in the right mental space. So maybe the world is judging him. Unfairly, but there's like nothing to judge because of course...
1: That's what I was going to say. I feel like he's been through a lot and maybe he's just expressing it in the wrong ways. Domestic violence, you know, that goes without saying it is wrong and nobody should you know ever have to go through it um so yeah but But as a doctor do
0: you ever feel like uh, people get enough help Mm. people understand themselves like Mm. um just being a celebrity just you see just having notifications online could negative let's say you're in some drama could fuck up your whole week or Mm. day or now what would mean when something like that happens to your life
1: Mm. What's the question? So do
0: you feel like people don't get enough help? Do you also believe in therapy?
1: Yeah, I do. I feel like everybody should get therapy.
0: I feel like it's a scam. Why? I've been to therapy and I don't feel like I change. Like I want to be a better person, so I listen to a lot of stuff that makes me a better person. Yeah. My podcasts, my playlists, Yeah. Um, the books I decide to read and all that. Mm. But going to talk to someone else about my problems feels weird to me. Mm. I feel like no single one person has that much power to like I don't care what they've studied or people relationships and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe then you went to the wrong therapist because the right therapist will encourage you I don't know like will just lead the conversation down in a way that will make you like figure out different things about like why you think the way you think why things make you feel the way you feel and to help you to understand yourself and to like live live with more clarity I would say mm. yeah
0: what are some of those stories that interest you the most internationally and here locally
1: mm. well, see when you asked me this question I didn't get it because what do you mean by stories
0: anything like um, it could be climate change being a thing here could, could be the Russia Ukraine war um, leading to fuel prices being up and people surviving. Could be just the party life. Anything you feel like, yeah, like this is quite interesting about maybe locally or, yeah, this is the Kardashians um, broken up with Pete Davison. No,
1: like I don't keep time. up with that stuff. You yeah. don't? No. No. You know, Do you
0: watch re- reality TV?
1: Not really. When people speak to me, they think I live under a rock. Because there is so much that I just do not keep up with. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, what, what do you keep up with? That's Let's a good start question. Yeah.
0: What do you keep up with?
1: Um, general news. Like, not celebrity gossip. Like,
0: you don't like to keep in people's business?
1: No. Like the only way I can get to know about something, maybe if I'm like scrolling on social media and it's like big news, or like if somebody says, oh my gosh, did you hear about this? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Then that's how I might get to know, like even the whole Weasel stuff, I didn't know about it until like literally yesterday. I was talking about it and I was like, huh? How does everyone know this? (laughs) But um, yeah, I think I'm quite, tunnel vision in a sense, like I just focus on, I focus on school, I focus on like my content, things that I need to do, um, and everything else that goes on. I Yeah, I don't really keep up with a lot.
0: (laughs) Do you think your content is going to be sustainable life to like, um, sustainable enough to keep up your lifestyle, to like maintain your lifestyle?
1: In terms of like making money from it? Yeah, from
0: it. Or you still need the job as a doctor?
1: Um, you feel
0: like your lifestyle will be so expensive like for you and whoever mm, you relate with
1: mm. um, I don't see myself leaving my job as a doctor at the moment because for me that's part of my main purpose so I need to pursue that um, in terms of the content being sustainable um, it, I don't think it's something I would pursue full time <laughs> it's always just going to be something on the side Um But, yeah, I do think it's something that I can maintain and keep doing as life goes on. Obviously, as I grow, things in my life will change. Um, You know, probably will get married, have kids. And all of that could be, you know, part of what I put out through my content. So, yeah.
0: So, stories internationally, I give you a local story. I give you an example. You'd have, like, something. Something that really picks your mind on like um, books you read. Mm. like really that means something to you music. music
1: you're a very good
0: friend it's with i don't know if it's just friendship but with a very talented artist mm-hmm. like so what does music mean to you like you must there's no way you can be in the presence of apos because i i rate him as one of like the most talented people i know in this country from yeah. like radio mose mm. he's up there with those guys whose lyrics i and I see he's. I saw him at the night. He's always sharing his stuff. You mm. hear that bond. So, to mm. you, how do you understand music? Is it something that is part of your life?
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't think I could go a day without listening to music. Um, and the thing I love about music is like, music comes in like there's like such a massive variety of it like there's a music to fit every mood do you get it it's like if you're feeling sad there's like music that can facilitate that mood for you if you want to get into a vibe there's music for that what music um, puts in a vibe um I really like Ugandan music
0: which what's your best Ugandan music give me your top 5
1: what songs yeah <laughs> um it changes
0: this holiday ooh your top 5 this holiday
1: I'd have to look at my playlist.
0: Please look at your playlist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to get this out of me, okay? Let me see. Do you know what's so funny? Yeah. I've just seen that my my grandma has just joined Snapchat. That's so funny. <laughs> Random. Um, we'll get into that. Um. So I quite like Vinka.
0: <clears throat> yeah, she's really good.
1: Yeah. I don't know why she
0: didn't get a concert. She's only Swans of a new person that has not done a concert.
1: I think they're probably working on it because obviously she's under the same management with um,
0: Winnie and Azawi.
1: Azawi and Azawi's yeah. just had one, so maybe she's next.
0: Then Winnie's next. Winnie Noaji.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think maybe they will do them. One I, at time. But
0: I just feel like her time. There's there's a time where she really deserves the concert because right yeah. now she has to release new music.
1: But wasn't that the... around lockdown? Yeah. That's why. Ah.
0: Well, yeah, that was actually around lockdown. Yeah yeah but she's really still a heavy performer like she is oh she
1: so good on stage yeah, as well very good on stage she'll get a concert i'm sure so vinka vinka can i just name artist yeah okay um vinka a quiet like a king saha i feel like shiba's been a bit quiet these days maybe it's just me
0: shiba is cute sexy
1: i mean in terms of her, her music in terms of I'm her not music, I'm talking about these people as people. I mean,
0: yeah, I'm like saying I'm, this is I'm, Let me just listen to my point. Yeah, yeah, go on. Like, she's cute, sexy, she's a good dancer. Yeah, yeah. But I can only listen to her music from the club mm. where, like, it's loud. like, mm. Yeah.
1: It's not music you would sit at home and listen to. Yeah. I
0: okay. get. Yeah, so that's that's the thing with me and she, But I really like her a lot. I, I always I go to her concerts. I like to see her perform. Mm. I see, I like seeing her on screen, right? Like, mm. she's like Ariana, Like, she has,
1: mm. you'd want to see her true
0: yeah so yeah shiba
1: mm-hmm. um i'm looking at my list give me a second um okay no yeah so we said vinka yeah king Kingsaha shiba. shiba um thick
0: oh What do you like about Fik? I
1: like his music. music Do you understand his music? I think so. Why would you ask that? Because it's hard to understand. You,
0: you know, Fik is singing for
1: for different kind of people. No, of
0: course there's the vibe. There's the production. The production will get in the vibe, but I'm saying the message is trying to put. I don't think you relate to that message. Why? Because it's not, this, okay, saying there's no struggle in my life is fucked up. It's a stupid thing to say, but <laughs> I'm saying this, he's and I know this from one of the things I like about Fik. Mm. One of the reasons he's the only Ugandan whose concert I can never miss. Because mm. I saw his transition in a minute. Like, mm. I saw him from being the type of boy you just send around to mm. being such a huge superstar. Mm. So like it's incredible in my mind, Like this guy it's to me it's magic like i look at him like these these are people who like really put their mind to stuff and they achieve it
1: like Mm.
0: i've seen him from not being a superstar to being a superstar like like really seeing it visually without being told the story like hey i worked so hard to get where i am or i produced a lot of i I just really saw it one month Mm. we were with him in some space he doesn't like know me personally but shared some space with him then Months from then, I could just see a superstar I'm going to see perform. Mm. So there's that. But I don't feel like cue music. Well, how do you relate to these artists? Is it what they sing, the mm-hmm. lyrics, the beat, the vibe, or all of them mixed together?
1: All they mix together. Um,
0: King Saha, of course, the voice is incredible. Do you understand the love he's singing about?
1: Because, you know, he's, he's
0: singing about Amichala Neighbor you probably not grown up in the same neighborhood. The For me, yeah,
1: but to be honest, like, like you say, maybe some of the things, I don't live through those experiences, but it does give an insight, you know, into a different kind of life, and I think that's what I like about it uh-huh. as well. I get to see something that I don't see every day, so I guess that's what interests me. Um, But I do also enjoy, like, the beat, the vibe the lyrics as well. Like I said, through Ugandan music, that's how I learned. I how do you
0: compare yeah. the music? How do you relate to the music, the UK music? I don't know if you listen to UK or US music mm. and music down here. Like, in terms of really the time spent on listening, yo, I don't know if you use Spotify, but like, mm. KHL, it's the average time you spend on every song. Mm. So, how much time do you spend on Western music as compared to Ugandan music? I would
1: say I spend more time listening to Ugandan music.
0: Oh, that's nice. I don't.
1: <laughs> I know. It's hard.
0: It's it's not like really sad. It's really good music. Again, I I, I, mean, I, I listen I to think, a lot of April's music. And yeah. not just the new stuff. Yeah. I listen to most of the old stuff. The so high. Um, I'm a part-time stoner in my life, so I like, like music that gets me high. <laughs> so I listen to So High. I listen to that. It because there was a lot of lyricism, yeah? Like yeah. his music is built around communicating. Mm-hmm. What he's trying to say is like he has lived it. He has seen it, he has been through stages. He's I think his blockbuster to do Kubigere. At some point I was like, you know what? We're just walking through these streets. Mm-hmm. But at some point we'll drive on them and he's mm-hmm. lived through that. He's like a Bobby Wine, yeah, in the making. So I'd relate to such music. He mm-hmm. used to love Radio and Luizo because of course it's radio. It's mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't skip radio. Mm-hmm he's touched souls. So there's that, like, I want to listen to what the art the creator is trying to communicate Mm. for me to be able to, like, just be in the music. But I'm also not, like, someone who goes out to the bar a lot. So Mm. the vibe, it's the message before the vibe to me. Mm. The vibe, I get it from all the types of music I listen to. I listen to a lot of Western music, uh, so much rap music. So most of that informs my perspective on on life, yeah? So, of course, those guys are, are rapping a lot of, Hardcore suffering getting through it, and that's like the type of energy you need to get through Uganda, really. To mm. the, yeah, that's how I relate to their music. I
1: okay. see,
0: yeah,
1: I see, it makes sense.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, have you figured out the legacy thing? Was now the I'm legacy thing
1: you yeah. took me on a tangent? Oh my gosh, the legacy thing. Um, mm. Huh. I don't want to start a Before we go to the, the legacy,
0: still figure it out. Yeah. Who are you? you? didn't. We just started the podcast. You didn't tell us who you are.
1: Um. So, my name is Jan Nachitende Muchivi. I am a it really Uganda You gave you girl.
0: Uganda names? Yes. Completely? Yeah, because I'm Uganda. Yeah. a Uganda.
1: I have to have Muganda name. Nedida um, Lugave. Akabira. Malere.
0: I was going to tell you, give you money if you pass it, but thank God I didn't put it. Oh my gosh, I should have kept quiet. <laughs> oh, interesting. <Man. laughs>
1: um, uh-huh.
0: Jan Michibi, what did I look at?
1: Uh-huh. Yes. Um, what else can I say? I'm child of God. You know, faith is a big part of my life. I'm a sister to two brothers, daughter. You're the last no, I'm the uh, first. Hmm. <laughs> Do I give you last born energy? Yes. Really? Oh <laughs> my God. Interesting.
0: No, not from the conversation though. Right. From the conversation, no. Yes. From like the person I th- I thought think? I knew. Right. Yeah. I was okay. like, ah,
1: last born.
0: Probably. <laughs> that is hilarious.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm... What can I say about myself? Well, there's a lot. I'm a pageant queen, Miss Uganda UK. <laughs>
0: You are still Miss Uganda UK, you've been Miss Uganda UK for how long?
1: Once you have the title, you have the title, but I'm not. There is actually a current Miss <laughs> <in the> Uganda <laughs> No, shout out Caitlin. Her name is Caitlin Ochana. Yeah. Um, she won in 2019 actually, but because of COVID, she's still reigning. Um, and actually we're going to crown a new Miss Uganda UK this year, so that should be interesting.
0: Mm, you'll be back for that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'll be hosting that. They asked me to host that event. So that should be interesting. Um. Hmm. More about myself. Mm. I'm a doctor.
0: Dude, like who are you doesn't mean like what. What, what
1: you, do like, I do? N- okay, not even what just mean? what you do. Like.
0: Um. How would I say who I am? I'm a salesman. Yeah, that's what but you I'm do, though.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is what I'm saying.
0: Um, uh, but <laughs> I don't want to say it like that. Like, uh, I want to say things like. No, finish.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> <listen to you. laughs> <Yeah>. I'm done.
0: <laughs> Doctor, that's it. Yeah. Have you figured out the legacy? So we can conclude. Do you have anything else you feel like you have not talked on?
1: Mm, not really. I have like spoken about a lot of things.
0: Yeah. A lot of things. Yeah. That's a really good conversation for me. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,. What legacy are you trying to leave behind? Do you want drinking water?
1: <laughs> At the end of the conversation. Yeah, I mean I guess. But I have some actually. Okay. Yeah, we'll some. just get done and Yeah. Um my legacy, I'm not gonna lie, like this is just something I've never thought about. But I think maybe I'll just fit it. But I actually the...
0: asked if you wanted water when you guys are just coming the tour. Twi- really? Yes. That's the thing with oh, Ables, I don't remember. you just skip going. I don't want to to the mirror.
1: <laughs> okay. Um no, yeah, my legacy would be um, to leave an impact or make a change to the Ugandan healthcare system. I think it's a big task and it's definitely something I probably won't be able to do by myself. Um, but it's definitely an impact I want to have left behind by the time I leave this earth.
0: Where did you choose becoming a doctor? When? Why?
1: Why? Yeah, and what
0: informed, like, When? When did you? When? yeah. When did you make the choice that you know what? I'm gonna do medicine.
1: Uh, probably when I was about sixteen.
0: And what, from your perspective, do you have an idea of? Like you know what? Uh, yeah, I didn't wanna become a anything else. Now I wanna go and treat people.
1: Mm. Because of this, you know? Yeah, to be honest, I just I thought about I like to think about things logically and I thought about really what all my options were in life based on like things I'm good at, like subjects I was good at in school. Um and that was narrowed down to like the sciences really. Um not to say that <laughs> like I was dumb in other subjects, but just I don't know, yeah, things you chose that I the enjoyed. Mm. Yeah. Um And when I looked at, like, what my options were with that, I couldn't really see myself doing anything else. Like, I didn't have a passion for anything else other than medicine. I know there are other parts of healthcare. I actually thought about being a pharmacist, which is, you know, within the same field. I thought about um, being a radiographer as well, which is a little bit different. Um, But then when I thought about, like, what I wanted to do, like, my purpose, which around 16 is when I figured it out. I thought okay, no, the only thing that makes sense the way I need to do this is through um, becoming a doctor. So yeah.
0: All right. Quite frankly that's that's it for this conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank
0: you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for sitting it all through without the water. That's
1: okay. <laughs> but you should
0: know it's really been a great conversation for me.